0: Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Jessica McHugh about her wedding at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. And I thought you guys would love to hear her story because she planned her entire wedding in one month. So we're going to talk to Jessica here and find out how on earth she pulled that off. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to share your story because this is just amazing to me. You've heard, like, there are always these rumors that, like, Disney can do a wedding in two weeks or a month or whatever. But when you actually meet somebody who really, really for real did it in a month, it's always great to hear. So I can't wait to hear your story. So first of all, how did you guys decide on a swan and dolphin wedding? Was that something you had always wanted? Or did you just think, okay, we're going to do this at the last
1: second, and what's good, we'll do that? We actually got all of the information about the packages at Swan and Dolphin from your book. Great. We, I had purchased your book a couple years ago, just based on my love of Disney. I sort of stumbled upon it and I had that with me on my computer and on my phone, uh, the ebook. And I kind of always thought maybe we could do a Disney wedding. I've always been a Disney girl and he and I are both a little bit nerdy. It was a pipe dream, really. It never thought it would happen. But after we got engaged, we sort of panicked when people started asking, well, what's the plan? Where are you having it? Did you set a date yet? We are both actors and we are from different parts of the country. I'm from upstate New York and he's from Minnesota. So either way, our families would have to travel and our schedules are so unpredictable that the idea of planning a wedding long distance wasn't very appealing. And on top of that, if we had it upstate where I'm from, mostly because my grandparents are still around and they don't travel well, it would have been a huge wedding, probably close to 200, 250 people. Wow. And that is a very big expense no matter where you go. So we were on a ship the Regal Princess, he was working as a singer on board, and I stayed with him for about four months after I finished up a national/slash international tour. And we were kind of at lunch one day and joked, What if we just got married in Disney? Because it so happened we already had a vacation planned after his contract ended, everything was booked. And that joke became, Well, what if we did? And we looked into the Disney packages. And then we looked into the swan and dolphin packages, and they just had, for what we were looking for, a little more bang for the buck. We really wanted to focus on photography and videography since we were actually eloping, and none of our family was going to be with us. So we wanted to have everything to bring back and all of the memories to share with our loved ones.
0: That's great. So then how did you get the ball rolling? And When you had made this decision, it was one month from when you decided
1: that to when you actually had the wedding? Pretty much, yeah. We got engaged last October, two days into the sailing across the Atlantic. It was a 17-day sail, and his best friend actually came out and brought the ring with him. After that, uh, Jameson, my husband Danny, his best friend, he left, and maybe two weeks after that is when we decided to start researching and we found the contact information for Just Mary, and I reached out to them and was set up with a planner. And after that, we just said, you know, we're looking to do this on December 16th, because we got off the ship December 14th. And they said, yeah, sure, we can work with you. We booked one of the packages and just sort of went from there We and ran with it.
0: That's great. So which ceremony venue did you choose? We had our ceremony at the Crescent Terrace. Cool. And then afterwards, did you guys go out to a meal or go into one of the parks? Or what did you do then?
1: We had a meal booked. They booked us a private room at Il Molino in the Swan and Dolphin uh, Resort. We actually lucked out quite a bit. We only had four people at our wedding, myself, my husband, his best friend, and my man of honor. It was sort of contingent on the two of them being able to go. That was kind of our, our go signal of we're going to do this. And when we contacted them, we saw that there was a $1,500 minimum for a private room. But that since they saw that our party was so small, they actually brought down the minimum to four hundred.
0: Wow, that's a really good tip because I think a lot of times, especially with the restaurants at the Swan and Dolphin, the minimums for their private rooms can seem kind of out of reach, and that's great to know that they can work with you.
1: It was absolutely fantastic. We we did a, a prefix menu, so the whole thing came to $100 a head, and the food was absolutely spectacular.
0: That's great now you had a month to plan how did you find all the vendors you wanted for you know if you had somebody for floral and decor photography and videography you said were important
1: for us pretty much everything came through just mary and our planner i really didn't know who i was going to have or be working with until maybe a few days before the wedding the only vendor we chose ourselves we decided not to go with the package cake we went through. It's tasty too, and all of that was based on internet reviews, recommendations, and speaking with them on the phone. That's great. How did the cake turn out? It was awesome. It was a Paperman theme. We the, the Disney short. It's uh, it holds a special place in our heart. He actually used the Paperman song and theme to propose. He made a a big long video, which is actually on YouTube. Wow. And yeah, they made uh, fondant paper airplanes around the outside of the cake with a large one on top, and the bottom layer was our personal favorite. It was chocolate cake with Reese's cream frosting. It's excellent. Wow, that's awesome.
0: Great. And so everything else, Just Mary has a list of vendors, so for floral
1: and decor, you just worked with whoever they had? Um, Pretty much. We we spoke with our, our planner, Jennifer, who was wonderful, and pretty much went through the brochures and selected things that we wanted. Decor wasn't really big for us since it was so small, So pretty much all we had for floral was my bouquet, the three boutonnieres, and we had a floral arch that matched my bouquet.
0: That's great. And who did you use
1: for photography and videography? We used Randy, Randy Chapman, and absolutely loved him. He was wonderful. He actually said he loved working with us because as actors, we've been in front of cameras lots and we're very used to it. So it didn't take very long for us to get the shots that he wanted. And then for videography, we used Stan Severance.
0: Now, did you add any Disney touches or have a theme, or was it pretty casual?
1: It was pretty casual. We we sort of went with the color blue just because that's what we had available. My husband had a suit that he had made when he was in Kusadasi, Turkey, while he was on the ship, and pretty much his button-down choices were blue or blue. Uh-huh. So I went out, and I I bought a pair of blue shoes, and I had blue um, jewelry, and then Yeah, outside of the paper man cake, we didn't really have any extra Disney touches.
0: And where did you go to buy? Like, Did you go out shopping when you were in port, or how did that work when you were on a ship the whole time?
1: We did. Once we made the crossing, we ported out of Fort Lauderdale, and we were there every Sunday. And we had from about 8 o'clock in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon off the ship in Fort Lauderdale. So I went on Yelp, and I found a highly rated bridal boutique, and they... In about about three, four weeks, I had my dress. Actually ended up, since they didn't have time to order it, I had to get a sample. And my budget was around $1,000, and it was the fifth dress I tried on. My consultant said, do you want to know how much it is? I said, sure, thinking it would be three, four. She said, 600 and I said, sold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's really resourceful, using Yelp to find the vendors.
1: Yeah, I mean, we. other than that, we had very, very bad ship internet to kind of help us figure all of this stuff out. So it was definitely a challenge working very remotely, meeting absolutely no one to plan our entire wedding.
0: Wow. So you said photography and videography were important, and then you found your dress, didn't care too much about flowers. Any other of the different aspects of planning that were either really important or you saved a lot of money?
1: Decor and things like that weren't weren't very important to us, so we didn't spend a lot of our our money there. We did book a one bedroom suite at the Yacht and Beach Club for the night before and the night of our wedding. Other than that, we would had a room booked at the All Star Music for our actual vacation that we had booked. Yeah, we just we decided to focus on the things that we would be able to take away from the wedding. And like I said, the food was very reasonably priced. Our cake was very reasonably priced. So it was mostly photography and videography and then obviously my dress.
0: That's cool. So what was the timeline of your day like?
1: Our day was really, most, for the most part, wonderful and stress-free. We woke up, our ceremony was at 3.30. So we woke up around 8 and my husband and I actually went out to Stormalong Bay and went over to the hot tubs. It was December, so it wasn't super warm, but it was actually a beautiful day. It was about 60 when we got out there and it was sunny, not very windy. So we went and relaxed at the pool for about an hour before hair and makeup arrived. After that, I spent the next hour on the phone trying to get my man of honor from Cape Canaveral to Orlando. We had a bit of a snafu with him. (laughs) We had this idea that after we found out that Danny's best man could fly back down from Minnesota for the wedding, my best friend was also working on a ship, and they ported in Port Canaveral, and he was off on Tuesdays. So we decided that we were not going to tell him that we were actually getting married. We were going to fool him and say that it was a party for Danny's birthday, which is on Christmas, and surprise him with the wedding when he arrived. They had a change of plans and their rehearsal schedule, and his understudy had already requested off to go to Disney with his fiancé, so it didn't look like he would be able to get off the ship, and we found all of this out the night before the wedding. Mm. So I spent that night, that's when we told him it was our wedding, and we spent that night figuring everything out. I booked him a rental car, but when he got to the rental car place, they wouldn't let him take the car because it was booked in my name. So I had to send him money because all of his money was locked up in his ship account to book the car and then have him drive safely, but quickly over to Orlando. But he made it and it was perfect.
0: Wow. So to me, the moral of that story is no surprise weddings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After that, we used the room to our advantage, I stayed in the bedroom area, and my husband and his best man stayed in the living room area to get ready. So hair and makeup came in with me, and then when Steven arrived, he came in with me, and we alternated using the bathroom. There were doors on both sides. I think Randy arrived about 2.30, 3 o'clock, to start getting ready pictures, and we headed over to the venue around 3. After that, our ceremony was about half hour. And we had an hour after that for pictures. So we did our first dance there after the ceremony on Crescent Terrace. And then we did pictures around the boardwalk with Randy. And at five o'clock, we got back for our dinner. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? My husband and I agree that the, I mean, outside of actually getting married, which every bit of it was wonderful, after our dinner, Stephen had to leave early, my man of honor, had to leave early because he had to make it back to the ship for sailing. So Danny's best man took our cake back to our other hotel room with our rental car, and we walked from the Swan and Dolphin around the boardwalk back to our room at the beach club. We actually walked past Crescent Terrace again, where our flower arch was still up. So we walked over, and Being a singer, uh, my husband sang to me as we danced for a little while, and we took some flowers off of the arch, and as we were walking back to our hotel room, everyone that congratulated us, my husband would hand them a flower. Ah. And as we were walking, we passed um, some outdoor seating at the restaurants, and the whole restaurant exploded in applause for (laughs) us, and congratulations, and it was just, it was so lovely. It was a beautiful night, and it's something we'll never forget.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. Did anything besides the whole fiasco with the Man of Honor go (laughs) wrong
1: or just not turn out like you expected? Actually, we were a little bit disappointed with our videography. We had booked for two hours, and he was at the ceremony site when we arrived, and he was filming there. And he filmed the entire ceremony and our first dance. And when we left the ceremony site to take pictures— He told Randy that he would meet up with us, and that was the plan for us. Unfortunately, he never showed up, and when we arrived back at the Swan and Dolphin for dinner, he was gone. Hmm. So we pretty much only had him for about 45 minutes, and there was, I guess, some kind of miscommunication that he just didn't come with us, and he decided to leave. So we told our planner about that, and we were actually refunded for the hour that we didn't get.
0: Okay, interesting. Now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal when you were planning and then turned out not to be?
1: I think it was mostly just the the momentary stress of whether or not I was going to have my man of honor. And I did, I actually kept much more cool than I would have or would have thought I would have in that kind of situation. I, I just sort of reasoned with myself of he's going to get here and everything's going to be fine. And he did. And it was. That's great. And
0: is there anything you know now about planning a wedding in a month that you wish you'd known then?
1: <laughs> I would say we had a little bit of trouble with our families after. Specifically, my family was mostly was more disappointed that they weren't involved or around because we actually didn't tell anybody that we got married or were planning on getting married. The only people that knew were our best man and man of honor. And we surprised everyone when we went home for Christmas. We did a week in Minnesota and a week in New York, and we told our families then. I maybe would have brought it up before so that they had a little bit of time to prepare, but knowing my family, they would have tried to fly down (laughs) for the wedding.
0: And are you doing any kind of follow-up at-home reception or something for them?
1: We are. We are in the middle of planning that, actually. We have it all set. It's going to be much more casual than your traditional wedding reception. Yeah, we're going to have all of our family and friends come and join us to celebrate. That's great.
0: So do you have any tips for anyone who's considering having their event at the Swan and Dolphin?
1: I would say having an idea of what you want going into it definitely helps. They are incredibly accommodating and willing to work with you as much as they can reasonably to make the day what you want. They, they were sort of miracle workers for us in getting it all planned and ready without us ever having set foot in a venue, tasted a single bite of food or seen or met anyone. So I would say trusting in them and their judgment is, is a pretty good call.
0: That's great. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day?
1: I am actually working on a Tumblr right now for our photos. Uh, It's sort of been a work in progress and, um, We've, we've had stuff up on Facebook and everything, but I may also be able to post the wedding video online as well.
0: Oh, great. Well, Jessica, this is great stuff. I really appreciate your taking the time to share your story and give a lot of great tips for anyone who wants to have a last minute elopement at Disney. So I thank you for taking the time. Thank you very much for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoon's Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passportercom weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.